Well, welcome. Welcome to A Coach's Perspective. I am your host, Jenny Hopkins, and I'm very grateful to be here tonight. And I have a wonderful crew in studio with me, and I'm so excited to get to this show. The show is presented by Great Southern Bank, and they are our presenting sponsor. We're so grateful for Joe Turner and Kelly Polonis and all of the team members over at Great Southern Bank. They are excellent teammates in this adventure. In the previous show, I was listening and they were speaking about Great Southern Bank and how involved they are in the community. And I, I can definitely second that. It seems like every sporting event or any kind of involvement, they are right there. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience with nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs, and mobile and online banking services. You're always in touch with your money. Learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. Other sponsors that we're grateful for, Highland Dairy. I should have some background <laughs> music. You'll see why in a moment. Uh, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. So let's recap a little bit of last week, and I have an update. We had um, an Art Haynes show. Um, we talked a little bit about his battle. Um, we told stories. Uh, we had a wonderful co-host. I want to thank Kathleen Haynes. Art's daughter was here that joined us. We also had Rick Jester, Tom Mass, Mike Keltner, Wyatt Wheeler, plus some guy named Ned Reynolds sent in. In absentia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sent in. And, um, you know, we, we definitely want to encourage everyone to continue going to the GoFundMe page. That is an ongoing request to try to help the family. Um, I have an update from Wyatt. I know he shared it in the last hour as well, but he's a little bit more alert today. Um, and I think that that is um, a positive step. He's definitely more alert. He's had some t- some arm movements, which is a great sign. Um, the family remains very encouraged, and they feel like prayers are working. So continue those prayers and thoughts for our friend Art Haynes. If you want to listen to that episode and, and listen to some of the stories that were told and some of the well wishes and listen to Kathleen speak about her father and the influence he's had on her, not just in the sports world, but as a father, you can go to a coachesperspective.com and listen to it. You can also listen to it on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, or on Helium Satellite Radio, all under a coach's perspective. So tonight, we have another panel of power. That's what I call this segment. <laughs> it's panel power. And we're going to talk about mentoring. We're going to talk about mentoring and the importance of having mentors and the importance of being mentors. And so my panel tonight includes no strangers to any of these airwaves. Um, you already got a sneak peek of someone that's here. Ned Reynolds, welcome to the show. Pleasure is mine, Jenny. Thank you. I am glad to see you here. After hours, no less. That's yeah, nice. this Well, I do want you to know that I am sacrificing my nap. To be <laughs> <here>. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then also here uh, joining us, and definitely no stranger to these airwaves, and, and she... Um, was the host of Talking Women's Sports. She was executive director at, at MISHA for many, many years, then was at the National Federation, and I am so happy to have in here Becky Oaks. Oh, thanks. Glad to be here. And also, we were talking about one of my sponsors, Highland Dairy, <laughs> and not just, you know, one of our sponsors. That is a very important part, and I can't um, tell him how much we appreciate his sponsorship, but Greg Stevenson is here, and he is also a sports official and he is just a, a he talk about being involved in the sports community. I don't know that I've ever gone to a tournament where I don't see Greg Stevenson walking around or being involved in some way. So welcome to the show. It's an honor to be here, Jenny. And I'm not really sure sitting between these two 
individuals that I have so much respect for. I think you kind of scraped the bottom of the barrel to get me in here. Right. Now, that is, no, that is not true. <laughs> yeah, that is not true. I'm so glad that you are here. And there is a reason that the three of you are in here. You are three of, of so we have we have a few um, in our leadership and mentoring program. Champs uh, is ran through the, actually through this program. This is a program is um, inspired this mentoring program. Um, we started five years ago. This is our fifth season. So we are going, I, you know, I say season because that's how I think as a coach, it's all about, you know, seasons. And so we're starting our fifth season and, the, and just the premises of champs is, is the mission of it is to try and introduce, um, seniors in high school with successful members in our community. And so what we do is we have a meeting once a month and the mentor, which is the successful member in the community, well, most, supposed to be theoretically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the senior mentee. <laughs> And we have a guest speaker, and we've had some tremendous ones we're going to talk a little bit about later in the show. We've had um, some some wonderful activities, some leadership-building activities, communication skill activities. Um, but then in between meetings, the mentor and mentee have the opportunity to uh, communicate one-on-one. And they, and they kind of guide them through this transitional year. Their senior year is a transitional year, and they kind of guide them. Well, these three are in the founding, they were in the founding year of champs and they've been there ever since. And I appreciate that. There's not very many of them. Um, but, but these three are. And, um, I, I really appreciate you all being here. Um, we have some others that have been here since the very beginning. Um, and we'll talk about them a little bit later in the show as well. But champs is a great mentoring. So let me define a mentor. Shall I? All right. You know, professor of English. Make sure I get this correct, <laughs> Mr. Reynolds. A mentor may share with a mentee information about a career path or guidance um, along with motivational, emotional support, and role role modeling. So there's a lot in there. Guidance, motivation, emotional support, role modeling, um, sharing information about a career. Um, We all have, I mean, you think of someone right now, we all have mentors in our life. And so I think it's really important to have that guidance. And um, I'll start with Ned. Tell me, why do you think it is important? Because you, a lot of people call you, um, you know, oh, he's one of my mentors. Someone that's sitting right next to you does that all the time. Tell me a little bit about why do you think it's important for people to have that guidance? Well, you have to. Everyone in life has to have a mentor to guide him or her along the right paths of life. Uh, first of all, congratulations, Jenny, for having the initiative to do this and begin the CHAMPS program. This is something, let me, let me backtrack. Now, I'm an old man, so that my circumstances when I was a kid, my mentors were mom and dad, and my dad was a school principal, and he was a mentor in capital letters and in august letters, in very strict. I have two brothers, had two brothers, and uh, we, were, we were shown the direct method of how to do things. But in terms of going to a profession, my dad didn't know anything about broadcasting. In fact, he wanted me not to get involved in it. Oh, you don't want that, son. You want to teach school or be a doctor or something like that. (laughs) No, I want to be a broadcaster. Well, over and above that, you had to have somebody associated with the business. I was fortunate enough to live in an area where there were professional broadcasters who I could hang with, and they were very helpful, extremely helpful, and that takes some doing when you're a young snot-nosed kid and to have a, an older fellow show you around and, in fact, show you how to do things and what to do and the direct path. Everyone needs someone to mentor him or her. That is a necessity in life. It doesn't, 
Well, th- this is painful to have to say, but in today's society, we don't have enough. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as the result is circumstances which occur in society now that are simply unexplainable, other than the fact that there's no one there to teach these individuals and show them what's right and what's wrong. And that's why I'm very pleased to be a part of this, this group. Well, I think, you you know, one of the things, too, when you, you say there's not enough mentors, I also feel like sometimes we um, we, we lack a little bit of re- being receptive to having mentors. Um, sometimes people are, you know, they lack being, having that, oh, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. Um, when I, you know, I'm all about, like, teach me, teach me, help me. You know, I want to be a sponge. But there are some people that are resistant of that. Um, and I think that's something, too, I wanted to break those barriers a little bit and say it is a such a strength. To, um, to have mentors and to ask for guidance. Well, Jenny, it's it's a natural rebellion. Kids, oh, he's rebellious or she's rebellious. It's a natural thing. Yeah. When you're growing up, you sure. do rebel. You still do it. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the fact is that uh, parents and older people find that to be uh, aberrant as far as behavior, and it, and it shouldn't be because it's part of the natural inclination of, of, of uh, young individuals to be combative and so forth, and to want to do things their way. That's where the mentor comes into play, to show them what is right and what is not. I agree. I agree. Greg Stevenson, tell us a little bit about what you think is important about having that guidance from a mentor. Wow. First of all, looking to a mentor, uh, looking up to someone that you respect, uh, the way they live their life, um, the way they uh, carry themselves in public um, and in private. Uh, individuals that uh, are successful, I don't think there's too many people look up to mentors as failures, but I think some of the best mentors have had failures yes. in their life. And uh, this uh, part about being a mentor being on the other side now as I'm getting up in years. <laughs> Ned understands exactly what I'm talking about here. Uh, I, I consider it to be an honor for anyone to uh, listen to what little bit of wisdom I might be able to impart as they're walking their path. And all people, especially in this program, these young individuals, uh, they walk a different path. They all have different personalities. And uh, I think it's a challenge, but uh, one of our newest mentors uh, came from Silver Dollar City, and you probably know who I'm talking about, Jenny. Yes. He, uh, he made it very clear in his presentation last year as a speaker that you fail forward. And... That is one of my favorite catchphrases for I sure. Love that. Not, it, it encompasses yeah. so many different lessons. I mean, and really we're all does. we're all going to fail, or we're not going to do nothing anymore. Yes. So yes. if you're going to do something, you're going to have to learn from your. That's right. Wise your, words from Mike Woody for sure. Um, Becky Oaks, um, what is your your thoughts on on having that guidance and being able to have that support as you're navigating such transitional years? Well, you know, I I think what is advantageous for the mentor and the mentee working together is we're developing a relationship when if you're a mentor you're developing a relationship with an individual that you can what I would say you can kind of let 
there are no boundaries. You're able to talk about things of, you know, what what's the path? Why have you chosen that path? Uh, what can you do to stay on that path? You know, when you kind of get what I would say, when you kind of get that bump in the road and fall off, what, what comes back in? So I think that, um, you know, as we all look and we talk about how important mentors have been in our life, age has nothing to do with it. I've had just as many mentors who are younger than I am or are older or the same age. It's just this individuals that you respect that you see that they have something that they're contributing, um, what I would say contributing to the community, to society, to life, whether it's professional, whether it's personal. And you can pick up on those traits and from the mentor get that guidance of, so how do you really do that? You know, we talk uh, lots of times the talk I'll have with the mentees is kind of that balance in life. Uh, and everybody says, well, how, you know, how do, how do you do that? Well, I would tell you that starting out, being married, having children, uh, having a professional career that caused you to be, you know, and, and having great passion for it, you have to reach that balance so you're comfortable in each and every one of those. And I know that those young people are having those same questions as they're getting ready to come out of high school and go into college and uh, and beyond. So I think it's we... We learn from others, and they can help us get get the path and do it in a way that we feel comfortable to really talk about how do we how do we go forward? How do we go forward? I like that. All right. Well, we're I think I've got a pretty good power panel put together here tonight. Oh, we're going to continue this conversation, and I want to thank Great Southern Bank again for being our presenting sponsor. We're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation about mentoring and the leadership program champs with Ned Reynolds, Greg Stevenson, and Becky Oates. We'll be right back on A Coach's Perspective. And this is Jenny Hopkins. I have Becky Oaks. I have Greg Stevenson. And I have Ned Reynolds here. And this segment is sponsored by <laughs> Highland Dairy. Nice to be Highland, Highland Dairy. Dairy is owned by dairy farmers and been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact from scientific studies and professional dietitians that the ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And Highland Dairy has the best tasting chocolate. And they are a proud sponsor of A Coach's Perspective. And usually, then I say thank you to Greg Stevenson and all of his teammates over at Highland Dairy. We appreciate all of their support. But you are here now. So, Greg Stevenson, thank you for supporting and sponsoring this show. That's right. And we were one of the founding sponsors when I heard this show was going to happen. Yes. Because I knew who the host the main host was going to be here. Thank you. Well, that's very kind. Thank you. Yes, right from the get-go, you have been involved. And I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that and your involvement. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So we are back with Ned Reynolds and Greg Stevenson and Becky Oaks talking mentoring. You know, you have mentors. Um, I know that you all have had mentors in your lives, um, but now that you are the mentors, um, what do you feel like are important characteristics of a mentor? Anybody out there that's listening can relate to this because they've had mentors or they are a mentor, but have you ever really looked at that relationship and how it is um, how it's beneficial. How do you make, um, you know, you, anybody can be a mentor, right? You can walk down the street and everybody can be a mentor, but not everybody can be a productive and a good mentor. So what do you think are some of the characteristics? Verbalizing is one of them, but that's not the most important. It's 
uh, visual behavior of individuals. I know it was for me. One of my one of my broadcasting mentors and I was a kid. Uh, got to do a, a, a join the uh, broadcasters on a big college football game. Now it was big back where I come from. Nobody's ever heard of. Well, they've heard of Rutgers now, but Rutgers back when I was a kid was nothing. Rutgers is playing Columbia. All right, so I was invited to go. It's a big game in New Jersey and and the New York City area and so forth. So I accompanied the broadcasters. And to be in a crowd like that, I've been in crowds in high school, but not like this. This is a totally (laughs) different situation. Set up the broadcasting equipment, and my job is to do some spotting, which is menial, but for me was a big deal. But to see how the broadcasters behaved in critical situations and to see how individuals, adults, behave in critical situations is so key. Uh, a young person may not ever broadcast. And by broadcasting, I'm talking about verbalizing this to somebody else, but they absorb how that's, that's your level of behavior when you're in a critical situation. I think that's the most important. And gosh, as a mentor... To some of these kids, I hope that's what I'm able to parlay to them, how you behave under pressure. That is so true. That's a, that's a great point. I think it's really important to be able to show that poise and to be able to keep it together um, and be able to have that professionalism. Becky, what are your thoughts on, on what are some characteristics you feel like are important for a solid mentor? Well, <clears throat> I, I agree with Ned that it's it's the observation of what they see but uh, I think for the mentor, um, I believe it's extremely important to be a good listener. I, I need to <laughs> n- know what you took Greg's answer. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to. I need you know. I think That's we good. need to know uh, what the individual is expecting, what they're wanting, what they may need, and how uh, h- how they listen and how they assimilate, and then turn that that in into action. And that kind of helps give me as a mentor. It gives me the open door of, well, how do I want to work with, you know, that individual? How do I want to present it? And I, I kind of go more a little bit on uh, kind of the, the what I would say is their, their overall a, a good, solid philosophy and, uh, and values and how to stay true to themselves and not get swayed because they wouldn't, you know, they're, at least this group, they're not there if they didn't have some of those really good qualities. But I think the listening and then how they assimilate and then kind of tailor make it, but to give it, give it to them what I want, what I want to share with them, but give it to it in a way that it relates to how they they uh, conduct themselves, how they communicate. Like that, yes, definitely listening behavior. Greg, what to add to that? <laughs> well. Since you already got my answer. <laughs> I saw what you well, had written down. I, uh, <laughs> She's being resourceful. Uh, yes, radio, you guys can see I didn't have anything written yeah. down. She's being very kind. But I agree with both uh, previous answers. And, uh, Jenny, you might relate to this, but as many years of a sports official and carrying this over into mentoring, that interaction you have with that individual. So as an official and a coach who obviously didn't see it the same way the official saw it. You're you not know. talking about you and I. We always saw things. <laughs> I got to say, as, as a coach, you were great, Jenny. You Thank really you. were. And, um, and vice versa. As and you, uh, you set a great mentoring example for your teams. Thank you. But uh, these things, 
it's not just one specific thing, but I think it's a gathering of several things. And as Ned said, you know, and the listening, these things are very important to reach the individual. And I know Ned's got a comment here, so. It is the very act of being civil, which is a diminishing priority in our society these days. And it really is very disturbing to me to see how combative individuals are toward one another and why. I'm going to name any names, nor any teams, nor any circumstances. I saw a situation in recent days in which uh, I happened to be in attendance in which a coach went out on the field to berate an official and got a penalty for it. That is so totally unnecessary. It's a game. You are teaching kids how to play. Sure, you want to win. That's the objective, of course. But to go to that extreme where you go out and there's an individual, yeah, sure, the official's getting paid, and sure, he has made what he considers to be, or she, the right decision, and then to have a confrontation in public on the field, I thought, what am I watching? What has happened to us? Well, I can't say that I did never go out on the court. <laughs> but I tried to handle myself as professionally as possible. But you are civil I mean, when you do that. You conduct a civil conversation. Right. There's nothing yes. wrong with questioning. Well, sure. You know what? I, I always had the philosophy of no matter what after a game, we never, and I meant never, we never blamed officials for any shortcomings. Officials did not turn the ball over or miss shots. I mean, we, so that was definitely not allowed. And I think sometimes that we, that sometimes in sports, coaches and, and players and parents get caught up in the blame game, you know, the blame game, who, who, the shortcomings, where did it come from? Well, you know, I think as, as mentors, when, especially when we're working with um, younger individuals, that, we're trying to, what I would say is we're trying to get them grounded to develop that, that, those skills, those life skills, but develop those skills and those values where they can keep their composure. They can accept that there's another opinion and think, and think through things because whenever you do the, you know, become uh, rude, become uncivil, you don't listen to anybody, it, it, you, there's no doubt about it. You do not make as good a decision as you would if you kept your composures and you kind of thought through some things. And so really, you know, we can, we can look, I'd say, you know, society, yes, but if you just look at the, just the, here we are, the here and now, what we're, we're doing is we're trying to help these individuals and, and, uh, they, they've got that skill, but we're to help them and reinforce that you know, stay calm, think through it, respect other people, go through it, because you will make better decisions, and those decisions that you make have a a, a better impact down the road than if you just kind of fly off the handle. Well, I'm going to go back to what Greg said earlier, it's, and it's always about failing forward. I mean, yes, there are times that I, I, I lost my cool, and there were times that I kept my cool. And, you know, going back and, and looking at those and learning from those experiences is exactly right. The more times that you were, I was poised, I had my, my faculties a little bit straighter mm-hmm. and was able to be more productive. And I think that that's a good, but you have to go back and be reflective. We're not robots. We're going to slip up. We're going to make mistakes. But as role models, you got to learn to fail forward. You got to be able to mm-hmm. move in that direction and learn from it. Um, we're going to take a, our, our last break here and then we'll come back and we'll finish out the hour with this wonderful power panel. Becky Oaks is here. Greg Stevenson's here. 
Ned Reynolds is here. And we want to thank, again, Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment. We also want to thank Greg and Melinda Burnett as they support local and thoughtful radio. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. perspective and I have in the studio tonight a power panel and we are talking about mentoring and we're talking about leadership. I have Greg Stevenson here. I have Becky Oaks. I have Ned Reynolds and this segment is sponsored by Bill Grant Ford in Bolivar. They know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs and they know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for over 25 years. Give Kelly Grant and Shane Rainey a call. They will take care of you. 417-326-7671. One. I also want to thank West Logging. Go to westlogging.com or find Danny West on Facebook. He will treat your land like his own. And we appreciate Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance. So we're talking about mentoring. We're talking about the Champs Leadership Program here going into Season 5. Um, it was one of the things that kind of spurred from this show. I always do a post-game talk. That's what coaches do, right? And um, and through that, I kept talking about the importance of leadership and mentoring but then I felt one one time I, I got in my car and I'm like I'm only talking about this I'm not I'm not walking the walk you know so that's where the champs was kind of born I thought we well, need to try and get some some mentoring opportunities and we have so many successful giving community members let's pair them up and I want to I want to go through some of those um, mentors that we have in this program because it's an impressive group Becky Oaks Dr Lynn Miller Joe Bell Hopper Kelly Richardson. Dr. Natalie Caldwell, Diane Leamy, Kyra Dorch, Sandy Kruger, Chris Abdallah, Greg Stevenson, Corey Riggs, Mike Woody, Ned Reynolds, Mark Fisher, John Hartley, Jeff Burnett, Bill Hopper, John Leamy, Dr. Frank Einhalik, and Dr. Richard Seagrave. What a crew. This is a very, very... The old sports announcer excluded a very impressive group of people you have, very much so. Yes, I think it is. Well, it, it, you say that, but when I introduce everyone, I never even have to put up Ned's credentials. <laughs> <laughs> they all know who he is when they walk in. Um, and, I, you know, this is, you know, we're talking about, and I wanna, I'm going to start with Greg on this one because we were just talking about different characteristics. And you were talking about listening. Becky mentioned listening and how being engaged listener is important. Um, I had Valerie Condos Field on my show um, once, and she was um seven-time national champion gymnastics instructor from UCLA. Guess who her mentor was? John Wooden. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a pretty good mentor. Wow. And <laughs> one time he said to um, to her, sometimes you just have to listen, and if you need reminding, rearrange the letters in the word listen, and it means silent. And I thought that was so profound because it, I guess maybe you knew that, maybe I don't know, but I didn't. And that really hit me and that really struck me. And so I do agree that that whole package has to be put together. But listening is really important when you're working with officials and you're mentoring them. That's really important as well. Oh, certainly. Uh, When you're uh, working with a new official, uh, somebody that's never officiated before, it's altogether different than if somebody's already worked in another sport and then they're moving into, say, from softball to volleyball. It's a lot different. But the mentoring process, um, not only do you speak it, but you have to show it on the court or on the field. Right. And uh, 
that has to do with your interaction with coaches and the way you carry yourself. It has to do with uh, being sincere in everything. I like to think I'm a player's <laughs> official. Uh, I want the players to have fun. I want I want them to enjoy that. the game. You know, they made a movie about the game. You know, it's sure. it's you know the life of the game itself. Can I offer a story very quickly about Hi. what you had just yeah. said in yes. the in the listening category? The former broadcaster no longer living now, who was a key mentor, a fellow named Dave Moss, and I would accompany him to, oh gosh, high school games, occasional college games, all across the Philadelphia area and South Jersey. So one day he, we're driving along, he says, Reynolds, I want you to, you're not going to, it's not going to happen, but you're, you're young, you're learning, I want you to prepare your post-game interview. How are you going to do it? I'm writing down my questions and all this sort of thing. We got to the post-game interview, and afterwards, he said, well, what were you doing? I said, writing down the questions. Said, Throw that out. Throw it out. <laughs> right. That's not how you do an interview. Oh, God, I was panic-stricken, <laughs> right. thinking I had messed up forever. And he said, I said you don't write your questions down? No, 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 no. You listen to what the coach or the athlete or whomever, it doesn't matter if it's sports or whatever, you listen, and you base your question. It's a conversation. And I thought, oh, my God, did that ever resonate with me? That's that's how you do these things. And it carries over not just into broadcasting, but in anything we do in life. Listen to Listen. what the other person says. I agree. I, you know, I have, I am one of those that does, I do my homework. And I always have a script. Every show, I have questions. I have this all written down. And I don't think one show since I started almost seven years ago have I stuck to the script. Or do I even pay attention to it besides, you know, making sure that, that, you know, I show appreciation to my sponsors and and staying on task. But uh, I completely agree with you because you do. You get lost in the conversation. And I think that's something conversational skills is very important. That's what makes your show so interesting, too. Thank you. Really. Well, you know, we we, I'm going to kind of drift us and take us back to the group of young people that mm-hmm. you know we have the opportunity to work with and um they're you know this is starting you know season five but these young people are they're outstanding uh, you know they really are but the thing is though if you talk to them and you listen you find out that they they have you know they have lots of things going for them you know and you look at it and you can say wow what what could you want for in, in a way, but yet when they if they talk to you and you listen to them, you find out what it is that they're needing the mentorship in, you know is it I need a little more confidence I need to find out how to become more social and if you think about the kids right now, they had kind of like a two year hiatus almost where they didn't get to do as much interacting. And for high school kids, that, that's kind of a critical time for them right now to uh, hone their social skills uh, that they're getting ready to go out into the world with, without, you know, mom or dad or grandparents or whomever to kind of prop them up from time to time. So I, I think I look at it this way. I, I, love, I love to teach. You know, I've been in education all my life, but I love to teach. And... This is an opportunity for all of the mentors to be exposed to some of the finest students coming through right now, and there's so many more, but a group of them. But we have the opportunity to work with them and say, we have just one small window here before they go through that door 
that we can make a positive impact on them that when they do go through that door and they're on the other side, they are better. They are better decision makers. They are better leaders. They are better people. And so some of those things we've talked about that we think are kind of on the back burner for a while, we can help them be true to those but move them forward and help be influence of other people. Becky, I agree, and I think if we take it to the next level, we're actually talking about a lifetime investment. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. With each one of these individuals. Yes. So as mentors, we enjoy it tremendously, but we take it very seriously. I think that's what mentors do. It it, it is, regardless of what it is, no matter how large or how small, it is an investment in another person that will last a lifetime. And it is, and it's something that I think is important for these, I mean, because they're from all different schools, all different backgrounds, um, and, and they, they come into this program not even knowing what to ins- expect. But then the engagement every single time gets higher and higher and higher. Why don't you tell the folks who might be unaware of just exactly how our meetings, it's once a month, once a but month. tell them what goes on. So in our meetings, we have um, a, usually a championship word. So the human champion model that we've talked about often on this show uh, we talk about those championship words, the courage, the strength, the serenity, the wisdom, the adventure. And we talk about those words and how you can apply those to your life. And then we have a guest speaker that has to do with that word. I mean, we want them to have that theme. For example, last year, courage, Jack Hamlin. Thank you. Enough said. <laughs> Enough <you>. said. <laughs> I mean, this is a World War II veteran, 100-year-old veteran that um, – was at Normandy and just has a story. Um, there were very few dry eyes, and and not just from the touching and the impactful things, but also the laughing. He has a wonderful sense of humor, and he just brings a great presentation. He just recently turned 101 right. and hasn't lost a beat. Yes. And I hope we were able to get him back. Yes, as so we are we are very excited to have him as a speaker. But you know, we take that speaker, and and it's something in their story. I mean, I try to handpick the speakers to to tailor towards that championship word and so obviously courage is a huge part of his story and after that we do an activity we have a you know a leadership activity that the mentor mentee do or as a whole group um and you know then we usually kind of close out sometimes with some homework and then making sure that there's an arrangement for you know one-on-one communication in between but we've had some great speakers we had olympic champion and fastest woman alive carmelita jetter she was actually a mentor the first year and then um, was a guest speaker. We had John Leamy, who was a speaker and mm-hmm. now is a mentor. Mike Woody spoke mm-hmm. twice, and he is now a, a mentor. We had Dr. Chris Craig, who did a tremendous job when he was there as well. Brandy Harris, the CEO of Boys and Girls Club. Congratulations to her as well, getting the Midwest, the regional yes. executive um, administrator of the year. I don't think that's the exact title of it, but how about just superwoman? <laughs> and the only female. Yes, <laughs> incredible and a wonderful award in what she's done and and she has a story and she her word is usually adventure and how she has been on such an adventure being this you know the ceo and how she got there and what her path was and we've had uh, matt uh, miller a commercial property conglomerate that he owns here in town we've had some guy that coaches baseball here in town uh what's his name oh yeah keith cutton (laughs) Um, he did a tremendous job we've had cliff smart Captain Mark Deeds, Mike Cook, Heather Deering. We've had William McNeely, Chief Paul Williams yeah. has been there. So we've had some successful um, speakers, but I, we handpick them to what that championship word is. 
And hopefully our mentees are listening very closely to the message because each one of them has a very distinct level of understanding of how you behave in society and how you direct your own life. One of my favorites was that when we covered strength, and this was in season four last year, we had a panel. Mm -hmm. We had a firefighter, a law enforcement officer, and a flight nurse, and that was powerful. We talked about physical strength. They brought in the equipment that you have to wear, you know, sometimes, and and they, they demonstrated that, but then the emotional strength of what they say day in and day out. I mean, we have a, a chance to um, to live our lives and not even, you know, be reminded of what they are seeing on a daily basis, and it's just so impressive, the strength that those professions and the respect that they demand uh, it's incredible, and that was fun. That was wonderful for the kids to see and be able to ask questions. It was indeed, and each one of them delivered a key message. Each one of them also, and I found this to be very important, has another aspect of their life that's totally divorced from what they do, and you have to have that. Departmentalized. Deej, for instance, is a competitive cooker, right? And he's <laughs> pretty daunting. So he, oh, I was going to say, so he thinks. <laughs> no, he really is. Exactly. He's very talented. <laughs> he is. And, and he competes in all those contests, yeah. the barbecuing contests that they have. And uh, I have a partner on the radio, uh, Wendell Scranton, who does yes. the very same thing. You know, I think the thing about the, the speakers that I personally have enjoyed is, and this is how you can tell they're successful, all right? They they are able to kind of tell their stories and focus in on whether they're the strength, they're the serenity, you know, they're the adventure. But when they begin to do this, they relate to an everyday experience that these young people are going through right now. They they can they can put it in perspective. Mr. Hanno was there talking. He went from, you know, Normandy in World War Two to where he is right now and you know who he's dating and <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. you know and, and a little a little bit about politics but not politics but the bottom line was you know by gosh sometimes you gotta go for who's got the good idea in other <laughs> words he's listening to good ideas so again they've all been able to relate to to the young people and they've done it in a way that it's not just because that's the hot buzz right now they're doing it you know they're they're sharing that because they've experienced it through life and they share that you know here's here's what's going to come knocking at your door somewhere along the line and here are some ways in which to capitalize on it and here's how to deal with it and and Jenny knows this I, I have used the you know the courage and the serenity and all I, I've used that several times with other other people just in an informal setting to say. These are all a part of our lives, right. a- absolutely. And now to relate it to, you know, that other gener- another generation to move forward with them. And shamelessly, you you have given out my products. I have some coffee well, mugs, I have and I have that. some yes, wine yes. glasses, and I have some keychains, <laughs> and I also have toilet paper. But that's yeah. for another day. <laughs> yes, Greg. <laughs> yeah, um, they also share not just you know specifically for the group, but it's that background. Like mm-hmm. Chief Paul Williams, mm-hmm. he was passed over for promotion at a city that was what a hundred times bigger than Springfield, Tulsa. twice, yeah. you know, twice, and just felt like that he was capable and he wasn't going to give up, and so tendered his application here at Springfield, and you know we are fortunate that he we came. Are lucky we him. really are. 
I think so too. And I, and I also think, you know, a lot of the speakers, some of them are in the sports world, but some of them are not. Um, you know, we have some that are very successful business people and you will see when they're talking about some of the characteristics of how they lead their businesses, they're coaching, they're coaching a program. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. And it parallels to solid programs. And there's a correlation in, in how athletics is directed in your life and how businesses, there is a very key element of, um, kind of a parallel direction in life. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be physically uh, inclusive of that individual, but it is a goal that everyone has, and that's, that's or at least they should have, and that's really, I think, the, the key factor. Right. I think that's really important. And, and I think this role modeling is something that we need to do more and more because even though you all are assigned a mentee, you get to know all the mentees. You know, you're role modeling for all of them you're also role modeling for people that um, may not be assigned quote unquote to you little eyes are always on you when you are in the community little eyes are always on you and they're always paying attention (laughs) does that make you nervous it it, it makes you uh, well i I, have done some things that were wrong in life everybody we're not robots that's right but I fail forward <laughs> one of your uh, one of your key elements in mentoring is something that I've had to adhere to and that's serenity serenity <laughs> and, I, and I have the serenity uh, little decal yes. uh, hanging from my with the window of my car because I have to remind myself of that when I'm driving and I'm one of those individuals <laughs> I'm not I'm not a good boy uh, that's a truth oh my goodness sake. That is- now, I get into a political stance here. The removal of driver training in school is yes. very evident. Good yes. gracious. Yes. So Jenny, see, I got cut off twice just coming over um, here. Yeah. Yes. Or, or tailgating and things like that. So I have to look at that. You know, Jenny's right. There's my serenity. There's right there. Keep your cool. <laughs> Find that serenity. We all need serenity in our world. That is for You know, sure. you have some, some outstanding individuals that, that are <laughs> mentors, and we learn from them. But... Um, I just can't say enough about the young people uh, that have come through this uh, CHAMPS program. And, you know, I've tried to kind of, as Ned says, kind of walk the talk a little bit with them. I still send them a quick little text or an email, not enough to mother hint it, but just, you know, touch base because that's what happened to me is people took the time to say, hey, how you doing, or I saw – you know, you did well in the soccer game or what, whatever the case may be, uh, you know. But I, I just can't say enough about the quality of the young people that are there that are coming through that we should we should feel good about it and we should do our part to try to, what I would say, keep, keep, them, keep them healthy, keep them moving forward, and keep our confidence in these generations that are coming up. That is so true. Well said. I like that a lot. Um, and, and I think one of the words, too, that we, we is wisdom. And I think that's something that's really important. And I wanted to mention that, bef- you know, before we wrap up, because wisdom, a lot of people, it's about controllables, knowing what you control, knowing what you don't control. Um, but you can have all the knowledge and the experience and the wisdom. If you don't connect with people, nobody will care if you have wisdom. And so you got to learn to, you got to be able to connect and have all those characteristics that you all have expressed tonight. So I appreciate your all's wisdom and thank you so much for being part of the Chance program. Oh, heavens. Yeah, thank you. We thank you because I think I can speak for the others too. It gives us a lesson in life too. We have to be able to identify with the kids who are, well, young enough to be our <coughs> great grandchildren. <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate it. I think it helps to keep us younger. There we go. There we go. I love it. I love it. All right. (laughs) Well, I am so happy to have you all. We're going to move into our post-game talk. But, Greg, thank you so much for being here. And, again, thank you for being a sponsor of A Coach's Perspective. And, Becky Oaks, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. And thank you, Ned, as always. Pleasure. All right, we're going to move into our post-game talk. Sponsored by Story Construction. They've been providing industrial and commercial construction since 1966. Go to story.com, S-T-O-R-E-E.com. Next week, we're going to have one of my favorite coaches, Coach Mike Neighbors from the University of Arkansas Women's Basketball. He is amazing. We're going to have him on the show. Now for our post-game talk. You know, of course, you know what I'm going to say in tonight's post-game talk. If you've been listening for very long to this show, you know exactly how I'm going to tie in our topic. We've been talking about mentors, and there has to be someone that you have thought about that has had an influence on you, that's had a profound influence on you. If you are able, reach out to them. Reach out to them and express gratitude for their guidance. They may not know it. Let them know that appreciation. If you are unable, remember them and share with others by giving back and being that mentor. Be those characteristics that they were for you. It's important to be a mentee, and it's important to be a mentor. And that's how champions do it. So I remind you, as I do each and every week, be a good human and live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. This has been Jenny Hopkins, and this is A Coach's Perspective.